Hey everyone, welcome back to Navigating Netflix Originals. As always, I'm Madison, and as always, I am joined by Jamie. And that is me. It is. It always has been. <laughs> it always will. Well, maybe not, but who knows? Well, who knows? <laughs> no surprises here. Um, so today we have a special episode because we had a listener write in for the first time ever back in July. <laughs> and I didn't check the email until this past week. <laughs> but they had several recommendations, so we selected one of them off of their list. So shout out to Cloud9, who is the Google user who nice. sent us the suggestions. Hi, Cloud. And we we will be discussing the first five episodes of the Netflix original series, You. Yes, we will. And uh, yeah, again, thanks Cloud9 for <laughs> suggesting that. This, this is a series, and actually several of the series that you suggested are ones that we have talked about wanting to do in yeah. the past because they all look great. But then when it comes down to it, we're too lazy to watch the whole series one week for you know because we, we got to like take notes and like you know actually pay attention to it we can't just have it in the background when we're watching it for the for the podcast right <laughs> so we we compromised and we're doing half of the the first season um yes. of you because we thought we could work that in exactly <laughs> so you've motivated us to watch some things that we've wanted to for a while yeah thank you and i actually on my own had watched the first episode of this a long time ago and decided yeah. it, it seemed really interesting and then yeah it just fell off my radar for a while but <laughs> yeah but yeah As so happen. what are your initial impressions of these first five okay so so for anybody <laughs> who hasn't heard of it oh, it's right. kind of, um <laughs> well we don't know for sure at much detail about it yet because we've only watched the first five episodes but it's um about a man named joe who meets by chance a girl called Beck and kind of becomes completely obsessed and stalkery on her, but in, in a way where she doesn't realize that it's happening and she starts to kind of fall for him. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so my first impression is that it reminds me so much of Dexter. Dexter, yes. <laughs> yeah, because you're rooting for the villain. Like Joe yeah. is this creepy ass guy who if I met him in real life, I'd say he should be in jail, but it's a film <laughs> in like a way where you're like kind of rooting for him to, you know, win or yeah. you know, get with Beck, however you want to look at it. And then like Beck's friend who's like trying to tell Beck that he's a creep. Like she is made to seem like the bad guy kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I was talking to a friend about the show earlier and said exactly that. I was like, it's kind of like Dexter, but yeah. minus the monster of the week sort of thing. Right. Um, right. But yeah, it's like, but it just has that feel to it. It does. It has that feel. And you also have the internal monologue of Joe as we yep. do with Dexter. And he's always making like funny little quips about things and, yeah. And he makes you see it from, like, his perspective. So you're like, oh, yeah, well, that makes sense. That's why you killed that guy. Right, you're like, of course you don't want that person in her life. She, you know, that person's terrible for her. Like, <laughs> Right. <laughs> and then, like, when you get, like, when you kind of, like, pull out from that and you're like, whoa, man, I'm, like, rooting for this stalker guy. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> And it's also, like, it's really... It, I don't know about you, but like several times in this, it has been so stressful because <laughs> you like, you, 
like you don't want Joe to get caught, and yet he puts himself in so many positions to be uh, caught that I'm yeah. like, I can't handle this. Like, <laughs> like there's a part, um, you know, when eventually they're kind of like seeing each other, and she goes over to his house or to his apartment unexpectedly, and her shit is just like uh, everywhere, and I'm like, oh no, like oh no. <laughs> Like, shit, he's, like, stolen from her and probably jerks off to at home, you know? I mean, like, probably, yeah. definitely, considering he's jerked off to, like, just about everything about her recently. That's true, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, very true. Yeah. Oh, and then, like, he's got her old phone, so mm-hmm. he's, like, stalking her on that. Somehow he breaks it. Oh, like, when he's in her shower. Oh, my God. And- like he should have gotten caught there that's just like unbelievable yeah that is that's an episode one it's like you can even like sort of see his shadow in there so it's like she must have been i guess she was yeah. kind of distraught or whatever but oh that's for i guess but, but still. i mean maybe i'm just more cautious than the average person about who might be hiding in my shower <laughs> right you just go in and like you know ferociously rip the thing back every time you yeah, go in just to see is anyone in here no okay <laughs> Instead of just leaving it open. But then molds yeah. will grow. Like Well, you know, I want it to dry properly. <laughs> but yeah, so it's you get it's got that kind of aspect which makes it interesting and yeah, it makes you kind of question your own morals to some extent. Because <laughs> yeah. you you know right from the first episode that he's worse than just like a stalker because he attacks and he kidnaps Beck's kind of like love interest named benji yeah and it's like okay this is like elevating it even beyond just stalkerish level he's like he's gonna have like even like i even wrote in my notes he's gonna kill him because like there's no (laughs) other option at that point you have this guy like kidnapped in your basement (laughs) like he's gonna kill him and he does and there's yeah and it's kind of like they play with the idea of joe like quote not being a killer and stuff and even joe at times is like i have no idea what i'm gonna do with this guy um, but right. it's clear that even though he, you know, they he he learns his like darkest secret, which is basically that like he stood by as his frat party like killed this guy or drown let this kid yeah. drown, and yeah. even with all of that, it's it's true that like no matter what he did, he wouldn't have been able to get out of that situation because like yeah. even if that video had gone public like all these years later after they've, after they've been acquitted or whatever of the charges. Right. It's not going to make as much a difference as being like, this guy just kidnapped me (laughs) and held me. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yeah. So, like, Benji always had, like, the the upper hand there if if Joe had let him go. So, and, like, he kills him in, in a very creative way. And I'm interested if you, what you think about this. Do you think that Benji is the first person that Joe has killed? I, I think that he may have killed his ex girlfriend, Candace, as well. Oh, maybe. I was thinking he kills that the shop owner man who locks him in the, the book room down in the basement there. I can see that, too, because people keep saying that, like, the owner is... He he said, too, the owner is very old and he's not there. Right. But we've not seen him at all. And no. he drives his car. Yes. So it's like, <laughs> I, I think, too, that, yeah, he probably... I didn't think about it as much, but, yeah, he probably killed him. And, you know, seeing the encounter with him and Candace at the party and, you know, Candace's friend is like, yeah, it was really strange for us when she suddenly left. Yeah. I'm like, did he (laughs) pursue her? Just ran off to Rome or something. And he like maybe pursued her out there and killed her. Yeah. 
So, yeah. I would like to think that Yudumi <laughs> is not just this... Well, no, after watching episode five, there's no question that, like, violence is not rare to him. <laughs> no, yeah. And I, I definitely think that, like, the old man was probably his first victim because it seems like he was maybe apprenticing with this guy when he was yeah. younger, like, teenage years old. Yep. And the guy was an so, ass, yeah. too, so... Well, yeah. Well, of course, like, all of his victims are portrayed as, like, you know, they deserved it yeah. kind of situation. <laughs> Very true. And he's so, kind of, like, even in a way sort of grooming the Paco, the young kid, to be... Because he's like, sometimes people are just bad and, like, yeah. they shouldn't be around and you need to protect and cherish certain things. And it's like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, he's almost like a good role model to talk, like in a lot he of ways. Is. He does like talk him out, like try to talk him down. And he does like try to save Puck's, you know, I guess it's his mother's boyfriend. Yeah. Who's the, like, he like saves his life and, you know, well, so that Puck didn't get in trouble. Saves his life and then is beaten to a bloody pulp afterwards. <laughs> Yeah. Which I'm hoping, I'm hoping, not that we're on to the predictions corner of the podcast, but I'm, I'm kind of hoping that he'll be able to use that to either get him arrested or somehow get him out of Puck and the mother's life. Yeah, me too. And Just perhaps like, like use it as an alibi when Peach tries to blame him. <laughs> I mean, yeah, hopefully, because um, everyone who watched it and is listening knows, but like, you know, this ultimately leads up to the the bit. It is kind of nice that we ended on episode five because it's a huge clip. <laughs> um, but at the end of that episode, he bashes Peach Peach in the head with a rock while she's running, and then runs away. Leave the rock there, ten feet from Peach's body. <laughs> I know he's carrying it for a little bit and then chucks it. Like, take it with you. It's covered in your fingerprints and her blood. I know. And your yeah, his fingerprints and just sweat from like running that entire time. So yeah, I mean, so he, yeah, he he thinks he's killed her and like finds out at the end of episode five that Peach is in the hospital and is alive. Well, and can we remember? Can we just like talk about his words when he learned about Peach? Yeah, he didn't say, "Oh my god, that's terrible," or like, "What?" He says, "She's not dead." Yeah. So it's <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. I know Beck is like 1000% oblivious in this show so yeah. far, but it's like, is that a reaction someone would have if you're like, my friend was attacked in the park? You're gonna be like, oh, she she's not dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't quite appropriate. <laughs> but Beck is probably so like distraught over Peach being yeah. in the hospital. Well, that she's not going to pick up on that and then he's just been had the shit beat out of him so the next time she sees him he's gonna be a bloody mess <laughs> so. i mean yeah he'll be coming down to the er to like support her but yet also need to get checked in right <laughs> broken nose <laughs> he's like which which hospital is that i'll just have them come pick me up too thanks yeah i'll come to that one <laughs> but it's also like yeah he did this in broad daylight he they're I mean, like, when we saw him running, no one was on the trail with him. But it's like, surely someone has to have seen him. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it took very long for her to be found, even. You know, it's just, like, very shortly later. (sighs) He doesn't think through these things at all. No. Now she's out of the picture and we can be happy without her kind of thing. No, and I kind of love that too at the end when he's like running away from her and it's clear that like this was not a planned thing and he's kind of like freaking out and he's even like, 
did you think about that detective? And he's like, shit, detectives are real and DNA is a thing. And I just hit a girl with a rock. And he's <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So, you know. He's not, he's not the best, he's not Dexter yet, you know, he can't actually pull off these murders very well. <laughs> no, definitely not. Although, I mean, I don't even know how he's pulling off his stalking well. There, no. there are a couple of loopholes. Like, first of all, Beck has zero window covers, so, like, she doesn't see him <laughs> masturbating on the stoop across the way. Like, come on. For real. <laughs> and also... She apparently just never looks out of her wide open, uncovered windows. <laughs> right, I guess not. Um, maybe they're like two way mirrors, but like backwards. So, like, they look like a mirror to her. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> That's why she doesn't realize, too, that they're just like open. She's like, I bought this place with like horrifying. so many mirrors. And. <laughs> <laughs> that would be horrifying to discover. <laughs> Uh, that would be very mortifying to discover. As I discovered, like, my giant mirror is a two-way mirror in my yeah, bed. I'd be like, like, oh, no. Leave into your neighbor's apartment. <laughs> That'd be really bizarre. Um, <laughs> anyway, but, uh, yeah. That, and also, he, you know, not only enters Peach's um, apartment or condo or townhouse or whatever she is, uh, she has. Yeah. But... He's also, like, hanging out outside of it to, like, go on the computer that he's stashed outside of her apartment and stuff. And it's, like, you're telling me that, like, someone who is apparently from, like, you know, J.D. Salinger money doesn't have cameras? Security. Yeah, Yeah, cameras. (laughs) And, like, Peach is already suspecting Joe, so, like, she would definitely be checking those security cameras for evidence that he was there. Or after, like, she finds Ozma uh, of Oz back on the shelf, you'd think that she would... If not that, then, like, maybe it put some cameras up in her apartment to, like, catch anyone who's sneaking around. So, right. yeah, I find it very unbelievable that she just didn't <laughs> do anything like that. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> but, you know, him sneaking around and, like, finding out about more things and getting into her computer does reveal that she <laughs> is also kind of a stalkery creep. Yes, that's also true. But she's only stalking the one person. <laughs> I well, guess. true. She's only stalking Beck, but like she has like a thousand photos or more of her of like her hand and her foot and her face up close yeah. and like all of this random and taking off her bra in the bathroom sneakily. Yeah. 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 So like Peach is kind of a creep as well, but in a different way. Yep. <laughs> So, like, we're, we're supposed to believe that, like, Peach is secretly in love with Beck, I think, or obsessed with her or something. Yeah. Um, like, that because she comes from old money, she would never be allowed to, you know, express that kind of mindset. Right. Instead, she just tries to, like, you know, slowly destroy Beck's life so that she's <laughs> she needs her. <laughs> Doesn't seem like an appropriate reaction for somebody that you love, but... <laughs> right. Well, I guess, like, if you want to feel needed but can't express that you want to be with them, like, her doing these apparent, like, frequent um, pretend overdoses um, yeah. is a good way to do it. <laughs> good way to, yeah, call it, get get back to, like, pay attention to you and to come and stay with you kind of thing and, and to, yeah. Ugh, I don't like Peach. <laughs> no, me neither. And I know we're not supposed to like her because, yeah. you know, we're supposed to like Joe, 
but I just, I don't think I would like her even if, you know, she wasn't being showed in, in a negative light. She's just not a good person. <laughs> no, and that's kind of the difficult thing because like, and that's what makes the moral dilemma sort of strong is that, you know, Peach, or not Peach, but Joe is doing good things for Beck's life. Right. Like he's, he got, you know, the one like drug addict boyfriend out of the picture. He... I guess now Peach is somewhat out of the picture, but like, you know, these people are sort of like extremely toxic. He tries to like help her realize that she should be talking to her dad who's not dead, even though she's telling everyone he is and trying to make a literary career based on that. And (laughs) her her stand up to the professor who was like harassing her and, you know, get her job back kind of thing. Yeah. So he he is like the good guy, even though he's not. <laughs> yeah, he's like the good bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, so, yeah. yeah, I just, she's going to find out somehow that he's yeah, doing all I, this. Maybe, I don't know. I feel like this, this season or this series goes on for two full seasons. So yeah. Maybe it'll be like the second season is him just like stalking her after she's realized that he's a creep or something. But <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I guess he can't. Yeah, there's only so many people one can knock out of another person's life before it's suspicious. Yeah. Um, he can't just kill everybody he doesn't like. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I guess like the thing about it too, though, is that he keeps hiding all these things. He has like so many things of hers and he just hides them in the most obvious place. <laughs> like the thing most recently that I'm thinking of is the picture that he like stole from um, the food journal. Oh and, yeah, from Peach's food journal. Yeah, yeah, from Peach's food journal. And he um, was like checking it out, and then suddenly Beck arrives, and he just puts it under the couch cushion. I know. <laughs> I'm like, all one has to do is like you know drop a key down there and be like, oops, oh, what's this? Oh, how do you have this picture of me when I was? 14 or however old Uh she's supposed to be and can you imagine if peach was like at you know joe's house for a party or whatever and peach was the one who found it (laughs) and she like knew that she had had this photo kind of thing (laughs) yeah well peach probably has amnesia now but yeah (laughs) (laughs) maybe that's that's the direction they'll take her character (laughs) i wonder if it's going to be something like yeah, she wakes up, doesn't have like many memories of what happened, and then slowly it comes back to her and blah, blah, blah. Oh, I think it's going to be like she's going to wake up and immediately blame Joe. She's going to say, mm. even though she didn't see him, she's going to say that it was Joe kind of thing. But because he got attacked right afterwards, um, he'll be able to, you know, use that as like an alibi being yeah. like, well, it couldn't have been me. I was back at my own apartment getting the shit beat out of me there kind of thing. Yeah, like ask Paco. He witnessed this and all that. Right. And because, like, you know, of the situation, he could say the time was whatever. And, you know, Paco and, um, you know, the other guy, they wouldn't actually know the exact time kind of thing. Right. True. So, yeah, that's that's how I think it's going to be. And, and it's going to be Beck's going to have to, like, choose between Peach and Joe then. Yeah. And it's like, so. yeah. Do you choose Stalker 1 or Stalker 2? Right, yeah, the Stalker that you've known for your whole life or the one you just met. So. Yep. I guess, um, I guess Beck's very stalkerable. Stalker? <laughs> Stalkable. <No>. Yeah. Stalkable. <laughs> yeah. Jamie, <get> out. <laughs> she certainly is. Oh, my God. This girl. Yeah. 
But um, what else happens? Um, yeah. See. I mean, we see another instance of when, um, and I think Beck, we're meant to assume that Beck does realize this, um, is that after uh, Annika is her name, posted the picture of <laughs> Peach pre-nose job, she, yeah. there's like a video, a racist video of her, or like racist, yeah. She said something about like black eyes or something. And yeah. that video is released and she kind of loses her career that she set up via being a Twitter or a Instagram influencer. Um, but it seems that, I don't know, did did Beck realize that she released the photo or the video? I It seemed think- like it. Yeah, I think that she does. She knows that that's what happened, but she also doesn't want to believe it at the same time that Peach would do that to their friend, you know, like kind of ruin her whole career. But I think that she must, she has to know that that's what happened. Yeah, because it kind of seems like she mixes that in when she's saying like, you set me up and all that stuff um, uh, before Peach fakes the um, overdose. Right. So it's kind of And I'm wondering... And I'm wondering if maybe because, you know, Beck thinks that Peach really did overdose and then Peach gets kind of you know, knocked into the hospital, like that maybe she'll kind of like she'll forget about it or it will get yeah. kind of brushed aside. because These other issues will, you know, take higher importance on the list. Right. <laughs> yeah. Which is, you know, also terrible. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Yeah. I mean, what were you going to say? <laughs> no, <laughs> I was going to say, overall, I had a hard time stopping at episode five. Like, yes. I was very interested to continue watching and, you know, to find out what happened next. So, probably I'm thinking, you know, we need to, to watch the, the rest of the series for, for the season for next time. Yeah, 100% agree. So, we'll finish up season one and see how we feel. Yeah. And continue <laughs> if we need. So far, I would definitely recommend it. It's very captivating. Definitely. Especially if you like Dexter. If you like Dexter, you'll really like this show. I agree. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's nice. And it, it goes yeah. quickly. Like, episodes are like 45 minutes, but to me, it doesn't feel like they're that long. Yeah. And, and you know, there is some, like, really good humorous elements to it. Like, Joe and Beck's first time together. Oh, no. <laughs> His eight second. <laughs> eight oh, seconds. Eight seconds. <laughs> I like what I really liked about that episode too, which hasn't happened again, is um, that we saw Beck's per- or yeah Beck's perspective of things. Yes. I thought yeah. at first the whole episode was going to be Beck's perspective, but then it it is not. But yeah, that um, was that was the episode afterwards, like when she goes to meet her dad. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And reflects on on Joe's eight seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Although she says he's worth it afterwards, so. Clearly he does, but um, yeah, I, I, that was kind of a funny thing. Like, uh, I can't imagine how awkward that, that would be, but <laughs> I like that um, when they find each other at the Dickens Festival, because, you know, I mean, good thing he comes with something, some way of knowing where she would be besides just stalking yeah. her normally. But <laughs> I like that he like comes up with that and he's like, oh, it, it wasn't supposed to be a race. Oh, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> he approaches it with humor, which is good. He tries to, yeah. yeah. I mean, the fact that he's able to talk his way out of being at the Emily Dickinson's festival, like, is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. 
he should have just stuck with like his original like oh yeah i'm here because of the books kind of like that was a more believable thing than like oh i just wanted to check on you or whatever i heard that you were here somehow kind of thing yeah i wonder <laughs> and then, like, drove all the way here yeah i wonder if that was like partially a strategy though because he at this point knows that her dad's alive and that maybe he thought that like coming out and being like i'm sorry i'm lying to you like I'm here because I stalked your Instagram and all that might be like a way for her to feel less awkward about introducing him to her dad. I don't know. Maybe. But but it wins her trust in some way to be like, oh, I actually saw you were at this restaurant and it's only here and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I did. I liked after they started like actually kind of start dating and spending more time together. Like he, he calls her a stalker at one point. Yeah. <laughs> like as a joke kind of thing. Well, like, uh, I, yeah, I liked yeah. that she's like, well, I learned from the best. And I was like, oh, how little yeah. you know. Yeah, for real. <laughs> did you have any um, other um, quotes that you were? Um, yeah. yeah, I wrote down a, a couple of them. Um, the, from episode one, um, Joe says, he's talking about like Beck's yoga class, and he says, You caress the sweaty backs of the bulimic dead eyed mommies of Soho. <laughs> <laughs> I like when Benji says something like, You know, gluten free and no vegan cheese. Vegan cheese tastes like asshole. I was like, <laughs> It does too. <laughs> Only some. Some are okay. <laughs> like, like the vegan cream cheese at that bagel shop in New York yes, City. Yes, that tofu cream cheese is very good. It's so amazing. Um, <laughs> after the the eight seconds in Beck's internal monologue, she says he's got that Trump just took Pennsylvania look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very good. Uh, I remember that look. I had that look myself. <laughs> Uh, yeah same when Trump actually took Pennsylvania right um I liked uh when Benji's body starts decaying his he describes it as um things are going biologically dire in the Benji department (laughs) (laughs) I like when Beck's friend Annika says it's like listen it's my snooch and it's the third bowl of porridge (laughs) (laughs) When she's talking about the length of her food being either completely shaved off or a wild bush, she wants it somewhere in the middle. <laughs> right. <laughs> or contact. Um, let me see. I thought I had something else, but I can't find it. That was my last quote. <laughs> I like when um, they're at the, the party in the bookshop and Peach basically says something about like, not lasting that long, so bringing up the eight seconds. And right. his his internal response is just like, Touche, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I also like like when he was um, burning Benji's body, which I'm surprised no one's found Benji's body yet, first of all. Yeah, it doesn't seem like he did a great job burning it. Yeah, unless he just didn't see, like, the rest of what he did to it. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe he Um, then buried eight feet in the ground. Maybe. But I did like that he says something. um, Let me see if I can read my handwriting. Um, I want to call you and tell you, I think, about, like, how bad her friends are. Um, but I can't because there's a tradition of waiting. There's, there's a traditional waiting period um, between every goddamn communication when you're trying to date someone. I hate yeah. this generation. <laughs> it's true, though. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, that just, yeah. Oh, and also Beck saying, when she was apologizing for being, um, you know, kind of 
angry with him after he says something about her dad. She's she's like, I was a hostile goose. And he's just like, <laughs> a hostile goose? That's cute. Yeah. See, they have, like, such cute moments. And I'm like, I can't root for this relationship. (laughs) (laughs) And then you remember, like, oh, he's a creepy stalker. (laughs) Well, and it's just, like, surely he, by being a nice guy and, like, reaching out to her from the bookshop, like, could he have gotten an in? I don't know. But maybe, like, if he, you know, gave her his number just, you know, normal-wise on the receipt or something. (laughs) Right. Instead, all this happens. That's not what he does. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that's pretty much the first five episodes. Um, I'm yeah. excited to see what happens, how he gets himself out of these situations. Yeah, I'm excited to see how the rest of the season plays out as well. Yeah, so we'll we'll definitely have to discuss that next time. I, um, I think so. But in the meantime... Um, thanks everyone for listening up to this point. Um, if you would like to let us know what you thought of the first five episodes <laughs> of you, um, let us know on Twitter. You can reach out at NNL podcast. Or if you have any other suggestions of shows you might like us to discuss, um, I will check our email more regularly <laughs> in the future. And as you can see, we might take your suggestions and and watch some. So feel free to sit, send us an email at navigatingnetflixoriginals at gmail.com. Exactly. And as Madison said earlier, um, Cloud9, I believe it was, um, several yeah. of the episode or the episodes of the shows on your list were ones we were interested in. So we... We'll probably end up discussing some of some more of those as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Most of the biggest problem is just that we are lazy. <laughs> we are lazy and both working. So yeah, well, yeah that too. But also lazy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but yes. But we do, yeah, we do want to. There are series that we haven't watched ourselves, like this one, because we wanted to wait to watch them for for NNO, but yeah. then. We haven't done that yet, so this will maybe motivate us to to do better. Exactly. (laughs) So thanks, everyone, again. And, um, you know, stay safe and... Wear a mask. Wear a mask. And we will catch you next time. Bye. (laughs) Bye.